0: dealing with infertility um that has definitely humbled us and we uh looking back i guess we could say we appreciate the journey
1: these dad's making it hurt
0: It's Robin. It's Nick. And we are on the Podcast. Um, I was about to say good morning, cause for us, as we're taping this, it's morning. But I guess I should just greet. Welcome back. Yeah, welcome back. uh Thanks for pressing play. All right, so getting straight into it, uh
1: we are happy that we're being consistent. Yeah, absolutely. That's, I think consistency is the key.
0: Yeah, and we hitting it off right before the new year starts, so. Um, I really like the idea of not waiting till January first to start making the trends to turn your practice and habits into second nature. So it's like December now,
1: and um, no, I just got to keep going. You know, I think a lot of what we're seeing lately, especially with a new year approaching, is what are you doing to end the year right? Or you know what can you change before New Year even starts? Right.
0: So all right. So I think we spoke about stuff like that in the past. But what I want to know, or what I want to talk about, is something that I feel bothers me. Um, what is that? Called imposter syndrome. Ooh. Going, going right, going right into it. Um, I feel like imposter syndrome holds me back a lot of
1: times. So, I mean, all right, you say imposter syndrome, so you care to dive into it? Like, what? Define it? Yeah, like.
0: So, I'm not going to leave uh, that up to me. I'm actually going to oh, Google look at, look at the definition of imposter syndrome because, yeah, I'm giving it to you Wikipedia style. Imposter syndrome, known also as imposter phenomenon it is a psychological occurrence in which an individual doubts their skills talents or accomplishments and has an has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud
1: all right so my question to you is why do you feel you have imposter syndrome
0: ah i think it's the the um comparison thief meaning you know you're scrolling through social media you are seeing people who are um who you personally know you are seeing people that you don't know personally but you might have seen their um elevation through social media you might have seen their growth meaning where they started out and where they are now and it just looks so great and then you or me or i'm on my phone and i'm just like i'm not as sexy i'm not as smart i'm not as confident i'm not as efficient And it's not a matter of personally having um, a self esteem issue because I encourage those to build their self esteem. It's just it's that comparison thing that I think is the culprit of the imposter syndrome. Like not to keep talking, but it's kind of like in the word right, imposter. So imposter of what of who? So you know it's you looking at someone externally.
1: All right, so. I can say that you are smart, you are sexy, and we all know that what you see on social media is just majority of the time, probably fluff, you know, and fluff to get that person to look better than they are. And we know, you know, sometimes there's a lot of those fluffs in our lives, you know? And when I say that, it's kind of like people that we know directly, you know, they might not be doing the the most grandiose thing, Mm. but you know. Online, they look like they're just popping or doing everything. Right, it's the highlights right. of the highlights.
0: of their of their thing, right? And then it's you never see the lows, right? No one records the no one records and no one, the no lows. No one
1: records the lows. So you know what? Um, since we're talking about imposter syndrome, what are some of your lows as far as to get you where you are right now?
0: You know what? That's a good question and. One day I do wanna be, not even one day, I just haven't, but gutsy enough to post those lows, right? To show everyone well, that I it mean, this, is, this
1: is what a what are my lows?
0: I've had lows from day day one. Um, getting kicked out of nursing school <laughs> when <laughs> I was going for my associates degree. Uh, and from there on having a hiccup in every every um, every part of schooling, right? Every, uh, going for my, my bachelor's degree for nursing, I had a hyperemesis gravita with stone. I couldn't get up, uh, going for my nurse practitioner degree. We were having marriage issues. We weren't getting along. So it's like, those are my lows. Did I post them? No, I might've given my picture and a positive quote, right? I mean, but those are, are um, lows. But do they make me feel imposter syndrome-ish? No. It's, it's never from within me. It's always, I, I, I have to say, I think it's that comparison thing.
1: I mean, again, what I see and from what I'm hearing also, every time you've come or faced a challenge, you know, you've risen above it. So the fact that you are standing on top no, it's, and it's not to be biased or anything like that. It's not to give you your credit, although you deserve credit. Right, but you know, I'm, more, always, I'm always... Go, okay, I'm, go ahead,
0: go ahead, go ahead. I'm going to take it.
1: So, with that said is, you've always risen above. You know, so, yeah, you're seeing people online doing it, but guess what? You're still in the trenches. You're still doing, you know? So, how can you be an imposter when you're still doing? You haven't reaped your benefits yet, you know? And and I haven't reaped my... my Or the (laughs) war. My Instagram (laughs) likes. But I think that's coming. Right. You know, and it's one of those things that we're trying to build up right now. If anything, we're building that right now. You know, what I see for you is you're doing the damn thing. You know, and I think you should continue doing what you're doing. You know, so for yourself, you might not be able to see it because you're on the inside looking out. Right. I'm from the outside looking in. Right. And I think once you put those two together. You know, you get the whole story.
0: You know, I know I am doing the damn thing. I do know that. It's just a matter of consistently knowing that. And then when I pause for a moment to be less than productive, I always feel guilty. I feel like a a loser. <laughs> Not necessarily a loser. But I think in life I can't uh, really key in exactly what brought this song. But I think I was raised in an environment to play small. Mm. Right? So if you tout anything or be boastful about anything, it's a matter of like you're bragging or it's a matter of it can be taking in any minute. And it's bragging depending on who the audience is. That's what I've learned. Right. Yeah, you're right. Um it's it can be taken away if you are not grateful for it, if you are um careless with it, whether it is your profession, your reputation, your character. Uh but as I grow, I'm learning that I can talk about myself in a high in a highlight without feeling like rob relax. But I'm still learning that. So that's a part of the imposter
1: syndrome
0: yeah do you ever feel like you have imposter syndrome
1: you know what it's more so i wouldn't call it imposter syndrome itself but i guess i don't know how to handle success
0: Mm -hmm.
1: you know because for from the outside looking or from the inside looking out or whatever you want to look at it from whatever perspective whatever perspective i appear to be successful you know no, absolutely. And...
0: I want to ask you. Yeah. So, if someone's looking at you for the first time, listening to your voice for the first time, you appear to be successful, paint that picture of how you look to the outside world.
1: Well, I'm not saying I'm not successful. No, no, no.
0: <laughs> and I'm going to co-sign that you are successful. Yeah. But you said, I appear to be successful. What does that appearance look like?
1: All right. So, driving the car that probably people envy. Okay. You know, having the big house, having the wife with the, with the kids.
0: Our yeah. house is a decent size. Oh, like, right, right. The it. bigger house. Right, right.
1: You know, and then having the, the high paying salary. For me, though, I want more, you know, and yes, those things are great. But, you know, there's dreams that I haven't realized yet. Right. You know, and one of those dreams is, you know, to form my own company that generates not just seven figures, but eight figures. And these are one of the things that I've wanted for a long time. You know but you know you gotta work you gotta make a living and so you put those things on the back burner right so i don't get to realize my actual dreams right away so it's kind of like a dream deferred type thing but you know what i'm coming into myself right now where i can say hey you know what take some time off for yourself and start building what you need to build
0: i really i really like what you're saying I like it because I feel the same way, right? Imposter syndrome, um really feeling unhappy or less than happy yeah. with what I have, what we have, right? Um you mentioned car, you mentioned house, you mentioned kids, spouse. Those things are all beautiful. They're all successful. And being able to pay the bills, right? Yeah. <laughs> being able to help somebody out if they need a little bit of help. Those are those are all successes. Those are all wins. Um but I think I'm understanding what you're saying because that's how I feel is that I'm not happy because I haven't reached the goal of, um, let's say, producing stuff for theater or or, or TV for um, owning my own business with the doors open to the public. And as you said to me, I'm going to say to you, you're still in the trenches yeah. because we have just we've just entered our 40s. But Nick and I have been dreaming since our late teens. So, of course, to us, we feel like, damn, 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 right? <laughs> right? Right? <laughs> right? You feel like, damn, like, damn, Like time is
1: flying. Time
0: is flying. But there we have this, um, it's not an inside joke, it's more like an inside <laughs> phrase. You remember what I'm talking about?
1: Go ahead, say it. I'm yeah, just... I don't know I <laughs> if you know it.
0: When we flashback to the past. Oh, yeah. What, what's the phrase?
1: <laughs> So um, there was a bunk bed. uh, Ah, you got it, yeah. And so when we were younger, you know, me and Robin, we laid under the bunk bed and we looked up. We always said, at least, you know, to us, we're going to look back at this moment and said, remember when. And so we always gravitate back to that time. We had nothing (laughs) at all, you know, and we gravitate back to that time and said, you know, remember when. And thank you for bringing that perspective. Right. That, that, <laughs> that, that memory,
0: that remember when scenario, oh. it's, um, it puts it in perspective. Yeah. Right. Because remember when was me, maybe in Kingsborough Community College, yeah. uh, you working as maybe a janitor, not even a, a lifeguard at that time. Probably
1: both. Probably both. Right. <laughs> Probably both. Um, Chimente's Nothing to had, our like, names.
0: <laughs> 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 Nothing to our names but freaking overdue credit card debt for like three five hundred dollars.
1: Macy's card, oh my god. Right. Yeah, so <laughs> to
0: to tell ourselves and to relax our um feelings of damn we're not there yet. Right? We can say, remember when? Remember when we laid on that bunk bed and we dreamed. And, anyway, yeah. I,
1: you know, I, this takes me back also. So, pre kids, <laughs> what are some of the things you miss before, you know, like between me and you while dating that we could do before we had kids?
0: Laying in the bed uninterrupted, <laughs> locking the bedroom door, closing the
1: bedroom door. Shit. Well, we wouldn't even need to close the bedroom well, door. Well, that's true too, but
0: Stone just doesn't even, like, what? If, Forget sexual nature, forget um anything like, you know, it's just a matter of sometimes you want the door closed so you can feel alone.
1: You know what for me though, what I missed is is just getting up. And you know, we used to go to Barnes and Noble, so we'll get up on like a Sunday. Probably get up at, like nine or ten in the morning, go to Barnes and Noble, look for parking, grab our coffee. We grab our magazines that we But why did we to go to
0: Barnes & Noble? What was, like...
1: You know what? Because we were dreaming. We were dreamers. And we're still dreamers. It was we, our meeting. It was a know? business meeting. It was a meeting. Absolutely. Yeah. But business meeting with dreaming involved. You know, People I, make fun of us for the business and meeting. And I've grabbed, you know, I used to grab my Fortune magazines, you know, my entrepreneur magazines. Robin would grab her books. Her I want to go right well. now. <laughs> <laughs> and guess what we did? We, we knocked it out. We had our meetings. And yeah. a lot of things came through those meetings. You know, when we bought our first house. We went there, we had a meeting.
0: Well, we had to go there because we were living in my mother's basement. <laughs> and it was just like a bedroom and a bathroom. Yeah. So change of environment is needed for, you know. Creativity. Creativity, Absolutely. like innovation. So we were kind of forced there. But yeah, I, I, miss, I miss that too. So, you know, what someone would ask us is, well, why don't you guys just take the kids? Like, yeah. No, they're, they're 12. They're 8. Why don't you just take them?
1: You know what? I remember taking them when they were smaller. And, yeah, don't take kids to the bookstore. It's not the same. It is not the same. It's not the same. It's not it's the that, same. You're not going to reclaim that glory that you had. It's not going to be the same perspective.
0: You got to ask them what they want. You got to pay for it. So, you got to go
1: to the kids' section. <laughs> you
0: got to go to the kids' section. Stone don't want to read. He don't see the point in reading. Um... And it, it's no, we can take them. We can take it's them, but not it's just, it's not solace. the same. We won't yeah. get a chance to
1: really sit down and sip our coffee and, and enjoy be, the moment. Exactly, not be asked about time or what we're doing next. Yeah. You know, so. Oh, yeah, well, what about like waking up in, <laughs> and
0: late at night? Because, you know, we slept, napped, whatever. Waking up at 11 o'clock and saying, or getting a phone call, you want to meet up at this restaurant or whatever, <laughs> right? Things like that. It, you really oh my God, yeah. yeah.
1: Do you remember what restaurant we used to meet up at?
0: Tavern on Dean. Tavern on Don't Dean. Don't play with me. You know
1: <laughs> So that was our spot. You know, we used to have this restaurant we go to and... Table yeah, for eight. Table for eight. Yeah. I think like every Friday we were there. Yeah. You know, drinking into all types of the hours and...
0: Seafood I, Diablo, spicy. Yeah, that's, oh. that's good times right there. Yeah. You know, and yeah. I'm
1: pretty sure some people will be able to recall that. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to call any names. You can call names. <laughs>
0: it's, it's the usual, uh, usual suspects. For the most part, family. Yeah, family. You know. got
1: Beckenberg that was there. Right.
0: And then, oh, Beckenberg. <laughs>
1: Beckenberg.
0: Straight by Beckenberg. But, um, yeah.
1: Not so, what else do we on. miss?
0: Uh, other than that, I guess it's just freedom.
1: Actually, one more thing I do miss. Oh,
0: shit. You got a lot of regrets about having kids, huh? <laughs> nah, no, it's, it's not regrets. Okay. It's just something, no, that, no, no, I'm not something
1: that. that we did. And I'm pretty sure once I mentioned it, it'll spark something. So... Remember, we used to catch those matinees. Okay. <laughs> what did we do before those matinees?
0: Go to Wendy's. Get a chicken sandwich. Yes. Sweet and sour sauce. Yes. Oh, uh, extra pickles. There we go. You such. A-
1: <laughs> brought bad memories, huh? Yeah,
0: because we were broke. So-,
1: <laughs> so, yeah, catch a matinee. It was like 7 bucks. for yeah,
0: a um, Linden Boulevard, right? Linden
1: Boulevard, you know. You I took a sandwich before in the car, so we're not hungry going and buying popcorn and all this crap.
0: Driving out for a
1: contour. And, yeah, go watch a movie. Yeah, Corny, but cute.
0: And, yeah, and in that, why can't you take your kids to the movies? <laughs> it's, different.
1: it's different these days. You know. Nah.
0: Yeah, That's but uh, no, no regrets. We are definitely...
1: This things I miss, but we, no yeah. regrets, absolutely. No right.
0: regrets. Having kids, the process, dealing with infertility... Um. That has definitely humbled us. And we, uh, looking back, I guess we could say we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Um, do you want to touch on the infertility at all?
0: Um, should that be a whole other... Let's do it. What's the point? What's the point, right? It's the The mood is here. Uh, look at the conversation kind of just like,
1: you know? It happens like that sometimes.
0: How do we touch on it? So, we got married in 2008. Yeah. And we lived in my mom. No. We lived in our first apartment in Crown Heights. My
1: first apartment was dope. Pre-war, high ceilings, big living room,
0: eating kitchen,
1: minimalist furniture,
0: like twelve hundred a month. <laughs> um, that was a lot of money back then, yeah. though. <laughs> it was two thousand seven slash two thousand eight. So um, I don't regret moving out, but financially, yeah. my bank account was like, dude, you could have get more later yeah. in life faster.
1: But I loved it though. Yeah. This experience,
0: yeah. So we got in two thousand seven, two thousand eight. We got married, um, and after the honeymoon, I don't know what it was, but we wanted to get pregnant right away.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know why? Because this was the, after the timeline of you doing your medication.
0: Oh, yeah. I couldn't. So, right. So we
1: couldn't do anything before right. that. So this was, I want to say, I went, six months after. You know, taking your, your medication? No. Because or, or
0: we got married at 26. I stopped taking my medication at 24-ish, 25. 24-ish, 25? Yeah. So what Nick is saying is that okay. after my leukemia experience or in my leuke- leukemia recovery, I had to take uh, two years' worth of medication, and it was detrimental to any pregnancy. Yeah. So we definitely had to be careful of not getting pregnant in that time frame. Uh, but I think ideally you're always influenced by your parents in a way, subconsciously. I wanted to have kids at 23 because my mom, I think her first pregnancy was at 23. Go figure. There's no rhyme or reason to that. But anyway, <laughs> um, with that said, we wanted to have kids yeah. after we got married and it was like, we went to a friend's wedding. That was the day after Taisha's wedding. Uh-huh. That was the day I found out I was pregnant. That was November. That was Thanksgiving weekend. So we got married. August 1st, Thanksgiving weekend, I found out I was pregnant. So that's like August, October, two and a half months per se, whatever it was. And I'm so excited, so happy. And then when I went to confirm the pregnancy, they said it wasn't viable. Mm. Right. And the follow-up appointment reaffirmed that it wasn't viable. A viable pregnancy, meaning pregnancy that wasn't going to flourish. Go home, wait for your cycle to start. Not knowing the things I know now, one weekend, it was a Saturday night. It was a Saturday. My cycle started. Or maybe it was a Friday, whatever. But everything happened a Saturday. So it was Christmas weekend. No, not Christmas. You were putting up a tree.
1: I went to actually go buy the tree.
0: Yes, you went to buy the tree, and we weren't getting along.
1: Yeah, we weren't. Yeah, we weren't getting along. I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy a tree.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? You buying a tree speaks to another thing. But anyway, um, it was definitely Thanksgiving week because I guess we've been putting up our tree Thanksgiving weekend ever since then. Yeah, way before the kids. And um, in the time where I thought my cycle started uh i also thought i had a uti the pain of everything was excruciating and for a small amount of time i thought okay my body has to pass um the matter the pregnancy has to pass the pregnancy and that was not that was furthest thing from the truth uh long story short being a nurse i sought out some uti medication i took uh some motrin for the abdominal cramps And I almost took Benadryl, because I just needed to sleep. I wanted to get rid of this, I just wanted to sleep it off. But I didn't take the Benadryl. And at some point, I recognized to Nick that this
1: isn't normal. Yeah, I think you called your aunt at that time, too?
0: Yeah, I probably did. My aunt is one of the closest and nearest, dearest things ever to me. Um, Called her. And anyway, we ended up going to the hospital. We were going to NYU, because that's who was following me for leukemia. And I remember. As we were passing King's Highway, Beth Israel was there, yeah. I said, just let's go here. Let's just go here. I could not take the bumps, anything. Find out if Nick hadn't taken me to the hospital that night, um, I remember the surgeon, she literally like grabbed my hand like this and said, I'm glad you came in tonight. My HCG numbers, which is numbers that tell you whether or not the pregnancy, how it's doing, if his body will not in the first early weeks, that number that was dwindling actually like quadrupled the baby it wasn't a miscarriage it was a, a ectopic pregnancy it, the baby was in my fallopian tubes and that night i was not experiencing my period i was hemorrhaging i was hemorrhaging and i lost my fallopian and i get a teary eye right now but i lost my fallopian tube and the doctor has said you have less than a 40% chance of um
1: getting see, pregnant yeah. Right. I remember that.
0: And then I remember my sister at the time too. For those who don't know, I do have a sister who's two years younger than me. She was like, those numbers are bullshit. Like I forgot her exact words, but that was the term that she used. And in that night, I think what could make me teary eyed is not necessarily sadness. Not to pick anybody out, because everyone was there in their in their own, you know, loving spirit. But I always remember Andrew come I I remember his entrance in there and it's like I didn't know you loved me like that. <laughs> so it 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 was it was really um,
1: again. Who's Andrew?
0: Andrew is uh, Drew Beckenberg. There we go. Call him designer, <laughs> uh, shirt I'm wearing right now. Uh, I want him to dress me on a regular basis, but you know, you know my number. Anyway, um, but all right, going back to the infertility journey of it all. So yeah, that was the end of two thousand eight. Yeah. Right. Uh God knows everything because. We would have been in that apartment raising a baby, or maybe stuck in a cycle because we would not have gone back to my mother's house. We wouldn't have gone yeah. back,
1: absolutely.
0: And I'm impatient, and because I'm impatient, Nick is somewhat impatient. So uh, after London was London was conceived naturally. London was conceived naturally. Um, in a year later. A year later. Oh my God, it felt like it was forever
1: it felt like it was forever you know why uh, i think at that time you're probably experiencing everyone else being pregnant oh that was but we do have a lot of close friends um that have kids right around the same age so to experience that you know while experience what you went through i think it makes it seem like an eternity
0: yeah it seemed like a long time and i say that to, you say that i say we say this And I'm speaking for myself going through exactly what you said, a lot of people being pregnant in that time and not knowing what we were going through. The world is cruel. The world can be cruel because while you have to stand there and smile and be happy for others, while you're taking pregnancy tests after pregnancy tests, pointlessly, because half the time it was pointless, like, you know, damn well, you know? And um, I'm not gonna make this an emotional one, but that is basically the first half of our infertility uh, journey. And um, with London, London was actually conceived without any IVF treatments. Um, it was the end. It was me getting my first bachelor's degree. We were happy. It was Christmas time. We had. Good sex. That's like, I remember. It, it, it was really good. So it was, it was, so I just, and then knowing London's personality, who she is, what I'm made of, what, what my family is made of, um, what we are together, yeah. I knew she was going to be a force to be reckoned with. Like, she's like, I'm coming through one, two, or not. Like, what? <laughs> so, um, we got her, and and she's here, and
1: yeah, maybe. And in, we're in love. And we're in love. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, that's one part of the journey. I'm sorry, I got all. No, yeah, it's cool, it's cool. You know, what? and I love to see that. I just, it's, again, it's where we're coming from, you know, and yeah, yeah. these are the experiences that make us.
0: I didn't think I would get teary-eyed over it. I mean, because I am, like, I don't think you get over something. You get past it, you get through it. But speaking to someone who, like, you know, I'm like, this is, like, over 10 years ago, type 5. You know, why are you, like, getting choked up?
1: Because you still remember it. Yeah. You know, and, yeah, it was definitely quite um, an experience.
0: How, how, like, what's your... What's your...
1: My take Your on perspective.
0: It. Not even your take on it. My perspective. Reflecting, like, how I just reflected and took myself there. Where are you in all of this?
1: Yeah, so, me in all of this is... You know, I'm in the trenches with you. You know, I'm sad with you because these are the building blocks for our family that we didn't get a chance to experience like right away. You know, so now you're going through this process. You're in surgery. You know, there's nothing that I can do except wait. You know, so now I'm, I'm in the hallway waiting. You I know, remember
0: giving you all the pass and <laughs> pin numbers.
1: Pass calls, all the <laughs> phone calls are coming through me. You know, so it's it's frightening. It's frightening to not know, especially how the turnout is going to be. And I just got to be strong. Got to be strong, you know. And one thing with that also, I had to make sure that I can provide for you, you know. So, yeah, these are some of the things that went through my mind. It's, it's more just like no matter what, no matter what, you know, I have to be strong. I have to be strong, you know, because we can't both be here crying.
0: But that's not what I want. You know, I remember no, it's
1: not what you want, but it's what you got. I want you to cry. too. <laughs> like I
0: remember <laughs> going home and I remember your sister coming over because you asked her to come home, come by the apartment because um, you have to go to work. And yeah, I just kind of remember that. But I don't want you to be strong. I want you to embrace what I think we are
1: going through, you know? And you know, I know that now. I know that, you know, to not hold it in, to show those emotions. But these are things you learn as you grow. Right. You know, and I thought at that time, you know, strengthen a solid face was what was needed. I get it. I get it. I so, get it. So, do I regret putting on that face? No, I don't regret putting that in that face. At the same time, though, I wish I could, I get, take some of that pain from you. You know, but yeah. I know that wasn't. Necessi- I know I, that wasn't even possible. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it's just one of those moments, man. It's like in life where you go through something and it builds you.
0: Yeah, I would like to like end this part of what we're talking about with saying, you know, it is what it is, but that's dismissing the gravity of of it all. I just want to say that I'm happy that we built this platform to be able to share something like that so on the whim, so candidly for those who are going through it. And I'll end it with this. I always think we go through such perils only to be able to help others in the future. Because I can say that I had to speak to these experiences when I was helping someone who was, or others who were like in identical situations to mine. Look at that. So, With that said,
1: it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. All right, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to continue?
0: How are we planning on finishing
1: this? I don't know. You tell me. I
0: don't know. That was so deep. That was
1: unexpected. Let's lighten it. That was unexpected. Let's lighten it up.
0: Okay. All right. So one suggestion I had for our... um, You know, just like... It's not just not light, but it could be light, Right. 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 So right. we both admitted that oh my god what do we admit we do therapy right yeah. we do therapy uh individual therapy um and I follow someone on Instagram called my therapist says so I told Nick it'd be cool if we fill filled in the blanks right because I'm not necessarily privy to um his sessions and I'm not and he's not privy to mine uh so to you know coming through the back door boys Uh, I figured we could fill in that blank. My therapist says.
1: You want to take it off? No, you take it off. All right. My therapist says stop doing busy work. (laughs) So, I like to take on different tasks, you know, to keep myself busy, to look motivated, everything else. But to look motivated. Oh, when I say to look motivated, a lot of times I don't get to finish those tasks, and so my therapist says, you know, I need to focus focus on the task at hand take on one role finish it move on mm-hmm. so stop doing busy work
0: mm-hmm.
1: do you agree you identify and, with it and, and to look motivated probably the wrong word but okay. you know um i take on different things at a time you know mm-hmm. so stop juggling different things and just focus on tasks at hand no absolutely you agree with it? Okay. i do because look at this right now this podcast is one of our focus so you're focused on this? Absolutely. Okay. Are you?
0: But I'm doing other stuff at the same time. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. Um, I never saw you as. Uh, what'd you say? Busy work. Huh. But then it's like, see, I'm, I'm about to tell you guys what my therapist says because I'm over Well, your like, therapist says something. Yeah, my therapist says I overanalyze. I'm an overthinker right um so now overthinking what he says about his busy work about so my thing is do I really see you as doing busy work? I do see you as doing multiple things multiple and things, yeah. and not like giving everything you can't give everything to 100% if you got 10 things going on
1: absolutely and that's what the busy work is so everyone's
0: getting 10% so,
1: so that's what the busy work is right. so it's more so just focus
0: okay because busy work almost sounds like avoidance like you're not doing avoidance. all this to yeah. avoid yeah. um and you're not okay Um, yeah, so I overthink, uh, if you tell me, I don't know, what can
1: you tell me? The sky is blue. That's
0: too, that's (laughs) too much. But, all right, so you said the sky is blue. So I'm like, well, they did say the sky is not really blue, it's just reflecting the color of the water Yeah. and blah, blah, blah. Uh And so, uh, or even if, um, Nick compliments me and say, oh, Your hair looks good today, which he didn't, but <laughs> Come, I did. yeah, I say there's
1: no flyaways, whatever. Same thing. <laughs>
0: um, I, I would be like, if he says my hair looks good, I'd say, Um, really? Because if you look at this and then you look at that, and I was thinking about doing this, do you think this will look better? so i do too much yeah and that takes away from the heart of things a lot of times i think so
1: and yeah yeah that's what my therapist says
0: well my therapist says we're pretty much done with this
1: one all right cool so who are you
0: i'm aka bobby on instagram i
1: am god's rain and that's g-o-d-r-a-n-e and we are unscrupulous (laughs) (laughs)
0: unscrupulous (laughs) underscore shit On Instagram, unscrupulous underscore shit on Instagram and unscrupulous podcast on YouTube.
1: All right. Thank you for checking this out. Deuces. Love you. Bye. Bye.